We're going to start with Philippians chapter 2. Begin with verse 14. That's what's on the screen here. Do all things without complaining and disputing. That's a sermon in itself. That you may become blameless and harmless. Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. As Christians, we are to shine as lights in the world, and that's that's hard. That's hard to do, especially if we can't get along. We must trade complaints and disputes for blamelessness. We must trade complaints and disputes for, for harmlessness. We must trade complaints and disputes for faultlessness. We do live in a perverse and hard generation. But notice... We are to, notice the words that I've got highlighted there, we're to hold fast the word of life. We're to hold fast. This phrase could be translated and has been translated in different different versions. This is the New King James Version, but in other versions we, we could translate it, hold up. Hold up the word of life. Hold out the word of life. Hold fast the word of life and hold forth the word of life. In the beginning was the word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. John 1, 1, without Him nothing was made. And John chapter 1, verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved across the waters, and God said... Words, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light, and it was good, wasn't it? The Word is from God. The Word is God. The Word became flesh. The Word is Jesus. The Word is life and light. He is wonderful. We hold the words of life in our, in our hands. We can read them for ourselves. The wonderful words of life. life. If if we obey these, these wonderful words of life, if we obey Jesus, we'll live forever. We hold up the word of life by believing. Peter tells us in John chapter 6 verse 68 that Jesus has the words of life. And Jesus says... God's Word is truth, John 17, 17. It's these words that we must believe. It's the truth you shall know, and the truth will make you free, John 8, 32. The words of life clean us, John 15, verse 3. Because the gospel, God's power to save mankind is contained in words, Romans chapter 1, verse 16. We use these words, we preach these words, 
to help men find Jesus Christ, to help men find Christ, to find the truth and obey the gospel. In Acts chapter 11, Peter is defending God's grace given to the Gentiles because he had preached to the Gentiles. He tells his accusers, the Judaizers in Jerusalem, that the Spirit told him to go with men to the house of Cornelius, who was a Gentile. And these men, they had seen an angel who told them to go to Joppa and find Peter, verse 14 of Acts 11, who will tell you words by which you and all your household will be saved. Words. Words of life. The eternal word, Matthew 24, verse 35, is, t- is still preached today. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so that faith will be increased, for faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, and we must believe God's word and, and not reject it. It says in John chapter 12, verse 48, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. You know, it's not me who judges you. And it's not me who's going to judge you on the last days. It's not the elders of this congregation who judge you. It's not them who are going to judge you in the last days. Notice, the word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13, Hold fast the pattern of sound words. Hold fast the pattern of sound words. The words of life have a pattern. A pattern is something that you follow. We're to hold fast to that pattern. We hold fast to that pattern by doing. Jesus is the example. In Acts chapter 1 verse 1, Luke wrote, Of all the things that Jesus began to do and teach... Jesus did and Jesus taught. And we have that as an example for each and every one of us. Man does not live by bread alone, Jesus quoted Luke chapter 4 verse 4, but by every word of God. It's God's word that we must keep. It's God's word that we must do. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it, Luke 11 and verse 28. We are to be doers of the word and not just hearers. James chapter 1 verse 22. And be the fitting example. As Christians, we're to be the fitting example of all those who want to come to Jesus. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. Our conduct should be worthy of the gospel. Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. We don't want to run in vain. We don't want to work in vain. And we don't want Jesus to have to die in vain. Let's work till Jesus comes. One thing I love about the elders here at this congregation is they want each and every one of us to work. They want each and every one of us to be doing something, to be busy about the Lord's work. Not just doing anything, but but doing the Lord's work. Uh, I love it how they uh, encourage our young men to step up to the plate. And to lead the services, to pray and sing and, and preach. Uh, next Sunday night, if you can, if you can be here, 
Our young men will conduct the service, the whole service. So I hope that each and every one of you, if you can, can be back next Sunday night for that. But I love, you know, I mean, this is the first time Peyton has ever led the service. This morning we had young Kurt Triplett. He's been doing it for a while now, Kurt. You're getting better and better as time goes on. We've had a lot of young people who, who stand before us and they, they work. But here's what's really going on. What's really going on and what the elders want, you, want them to understand and want you to understand is what they're doing is they're teaching. Is they're teaching. I mean, th- this has got to be carried on. They know they're going to die one day. I'm going to die one day. And we've got to have men and, and women, and Bible class teachers, to carry on these responsibilities, to carry on this work. It's been put into our hands to do that. We're supposed to hold forth God's Word, hold it forth by teaching it. That's how we can hold forth God's Word. The wonderful words of life need to be taught. We must study to show ourselves approved to God, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, and be the faithful that can teach others, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. We need to learn how to do that. We need to take that challenge, and I'm giving you that challenge. I gave you a 30-day challenge last week. I'm giving you a, a, a challenge right now to, to study God's Word and be able to tell somebody how to become a Christian. Look in the Scriptures. Find it out for yourself. Search those Scriptures. And I, I promise you, the Scriptures won't lead you wrong. The words of life must be preached in season when folks want to hear it, and out of season, when folks don't want to hear it. 2 Timothy 4, verse 2, and we must contend earnestly for the faith, Jude 3, and not just wish the building would attract followers. We must hold forth God's word by teaching it. We must plant the seed in the soil, and God will give the increase He'll save those that should be saved, Acts 2.47. I love that song because it tells the gospel. It tells of the death and the burial and resurrection of Jesus. It tells of His birth. It, it tells of His whole life and how beautiful that life is. The fact that Jesus died on the cross, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 through 4, that He was buried, that He rose again on the third day and that He was seen by hundreds after he rose from the dead. This is the gospel. This is God's power to save man. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. It's the gospel that we must obey. Jesus said, though, that some through tradition, tradition, they bind this tradition on others and they make the word of life of no effect. I've just been studying with a man in the Bible And he is so full of traditions. He's so full of his denomination that he can't even see the word of life. The traditions get in the way. I've told you this before. I'm not a Church of Christ preacher. I'm a preacher in the Church of Christ. It's Christ's church. It's the church that he died for. It's not tradition that I stand for. It's the gospel that I stand for. It's the gospel that I'm to preach. It's the gospel that's God's power to save. 
I'm to preach Christ and Him crucified. That's my tradition. That's my example. That's my understanding. It comes from God's Word. In other words, some are so worried about traditions and creeds and preferences that they lose sight of God's Word altogether and teach others to do the same so that the powerful medicine of the gospel becomes watered down. It has no effect. Some pervert the gospel, Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. But even angels, if angels try to teach another gospel, they will be accursed. Some false teachers speak evil of the words of life, 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And many follow their lies, even today. But we must hold on. We must hold on. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. We will reap if we do not lose heart. We must be steadfast, immovable, always doing God's work. We must hold up under God's word and belief. We must hold out God's word and obedience. We must hold fast by doing all that we can. We must hold forth by teaching. We must hold on so that Philippians chapter 2, verse 16, we may rejoice in the day of Christ. That day is coming. Are you ready? We know that God wants us to obey the gospel. We who know the plan want you who don't to understand that this life is not the end. That Jesus Christ will come back. And that heaven will be worth it all. Number 492 is the song of invitation. If you're subject to that invitation, as Shelby was this morning, we baptized one into Jesus Christ this morning. Shelby done. And if you're subject to that same invitation, if you need to be in Christ and have your sins washed away, we would love for you to come tonight. If there are those of you who need help, if you need prayers, we'd love to pray with you. We'd love to pray for you. Now's the opportunity. Take that opportunity. While today is called today, come right now as together we stand and sing.